We are learning Daf Memtas. We're starting from right at the top of the Yamad. So we had two different approaches uh, yesterday about how to darshan the Psukim by Kohen Gadol and the Psukim by Nazar. Uh, we were coming to a source for the Halacha that for a Mace Mitzvah, both a Kohen Gadol can become Tameh and a Nazar can become Tameh, even though the Torah does not allow them to become Tameh to bury their relatives, but they are allowed to become Tameh to bury a base Mitzvah, Mace Mitzvah. And we're looking for sources for that. So in the opinion of uh, Rabbi Akiva, we had this, uh, the word la'achiv, which was used by Nazar. It tells you that someone who's both a Kohen Gadol and a Nazar can be matame himself for a mace mitzvah. And clearly what's implied in there is that a Kohen Gadol who's not a Nazar could be matame himself. So the Gemara therefore asks on the top of the Amad Halaf, Rabbi Kiva Mechti, let's analyze. Loshna Kohen Gadol, Lechudeh, Loshna Kohen Gadol, Nazar. He's not a Kohen Gadol who's also a Nazar. Once we expound, he could become tame. From the word la'achiv, so then obviously a Kohen Gadol alone could become Tameh. Once that's true, Nafkiv it's already derived from the term of, of the term of La'achiv, where Kohen Gadol and Anazar could become Tameh. So therefore, La'achiv Lima Lamali. How come in the Psukim, back by Kohen Gadol, Atara had to say La'achiv Lima? What we're asking is, we originally had a source by Kohen Gadol that it said La'achiv unnecessarily, and we said it's coming to imply that he could become Tameh for a Mace Mitzvah. But what we're asking now is that once we see the Psukim by Nazir say, that even a Kohen Gadol who's also a Nazar could become Tameh, so then we ourselves will should know that a Kohen Gadol alone could become Tameh, and that therefore makes the Pasuk by Kohen Gadol that says, that, meet, that, makes it, um, that makes it an extra point. And the Rishonim are saying here, that really what's important is that uh, the Gemara could also ask this by, by, Nazir, by, Nazir, by Nazir itself, um, Ulimo, it seems to be are being used both of them. Ulimo, and we don't really, we don't really need that point. Once we see by, once we see from Lachiv that a Kohen Gadol who's also a Nazar could become Tameh, we shouldn't need Ulimo to teach us these points. So how come the Torah is saying Ulimo unnecessarily both by Nazir and by? So the Gemara answers three. Both are necessary. If the Torah only says a father, the reason. Why Nazir's become Tami for a, to bury a father? Mishim the Chazaka Alma. It's only based upon Chazaka, meaning we don't really know who anybody's father is. You could assume it was, you could know who a, woman, who a mother is because it's the woman who gave birth. But a father, you never know with certainty. It's just based on a row of a majority that are an assumption that usually a woman is having deal with her husband. And, 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 and therefore, we have the right to assume that someone is a father, but we never know it beyond doubt. So even though the Torah tells us a principle, and it's just in the Pshuta Shomikra here that, that one cannot become Tami, a Nazir or a Kohen Gadol cannot become Tami to bury a father. Somebody could say that one of the variables that goes into that halacha is the fact that we don't know it's a father. But in regard to one's mother, where we know absolutely that she gave birth to him, so we know for sure it is a, it is a relative of Tami, maybe he should actually contaminate. So Torah has to specify for the mother as well that it shouldn't be that, that he shouldn't become Tameh. And this is what now going back on both places. If the Torah only would have said the coin called doesn't contaminate for the father, um, you may have been saying that for the mother he might become Tameh himself. And therefore we could say the same thing by the Nazar also and the Torah had to mention both points. Because if it only said maybe don't become Tameh for the mother to love Azuzar Basra. A mother in certain halachos is not such an important relative. We see for example that um, the, the, the yichus doesn't follow the mother. Someone who know about a father, that the family is determined by the father's house. So there's an idea of mishpacha and yichus, which goes after the father's family. I would say it's a closer korva, and he could become tummy to bury the father. So if the if the pasuk only would have said the kohen gadol doesn't become tummy for the mother, I would have said maybe he could become tummy for the father. Kamash malan. Therefore, the Torah had to say both the father and the mother. You don't become tummy for either for for either one. So it's very important here 
that that the Torah is saying unnecessarily uh, in a certain regard, but it's important for the Torah to say both love and Vilimo because otherwise somebody could have made the deal that the Pasuk is coming to imply that for the other one you could. So we have to steer clear of such a mistake. Had the Torah not spoken out love of Vilimo, you would say that maybe the absence does, that actually maybe uh, you could become tummy for them, for a mother, you know for sure, or for a father because of based on the Yichos. So the Torah has to speak it out that both for a father and a mother, um, for, 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 for a father and a mother, you, you, cannot, you cannot become Tamit. So the Gemara is really coming back full circle on this and understanding that you're right. The source for Mace Mitzvah in a certain regard isn't from the Limo. You can see it from other places. We can see it from the word La'achiv, that Kohen Gadol, the Kohen Gadol who's an Azra coming come to Tamit for a Mace Mitzvah, certainly a Kohen Gadol or an Azra alone. But La'achivlima are certain just like necessary basic steps along the way where it's telling the Pshut HaShemikah you don't become Tamit for a father or a mother and it had it been left out, you may actually have thought that you would be. Now we continue the Pasuk. Why does the Torah say, Pasuk here, by what exactly is that Pasuk uh, coming to add in the Laban? So we really touched on this yesterday. This is Mark clarifies this. That's coming to tell you non-relatives. You cannot become Tame from non-relatives. And the Rishonim explained that the truth is that you don't need this Pasuk because a Kohen Gadol should be restricted by the regular lav that a Kohen has. There's no reason why there's no reason why a, a, a Kohen Gadol is different than a Kohen. So, so it's just an additional lav, and it's very interesting to be shown him say there would be a second set of lashes. If a Kohen Gadol becomes Tamei for Rechokim, there might be a second set of lashes. Meis, lafu kei when the Torah then says Meis, that comes to exclude relatives. Nafshos, lafu kei dam, shiyatsu mishne Meis, and that comes to tell us that let's say I have a quarter lug of blood and came out from two different dead bodies. So we know that that can give Tumah in an Ohel. So you're not allowed to become touching a dead body itself, but even different different parts of the corpse, even a quarter look of the blood. And we're saying nafshos in the in the plural is telling us that even if the blood came out from two separate bodies, from two separate corpses, he's not allowed to he's not allowed to become tame for it. Shemitame ba'ol, and such a thing would give off tuma ba'ol. So even though it's nafshos meis, he's not allowed to become tame. Shenamar kol nafshos meis lo yavo. Okay, now we move. Forward to talk about all different types of Oalos discussions, types of uh, discussions regarding Tumah, what gives off the Tumah, what does not give off the Tumah, in what form. So the Mishnah says, For these following Tumahs, Anazar has to shave his head, meaning to say that not every type of Tumah, specifically Tumahs, uh, a Tumah's mace that, 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 that destroys the Nazar's count and forces him to bring Karbanos and start again. And, and, and it has certain specific ways of coming to a corpse, that's going to make him shave. But other types of Tumah don't necessarily. So let's see. Alamez, if I have an actual corpse, like that's the simple thing, an intact, an intact corpse that he comes in contact with, there's no question that then he's going to have to shave. Akazayas uh, maze. Or even if the whole corpse is not there, but I just have a kazayas. A kazayas referring to his boss or a flesher. So we're saying if I have a kazayas from the maze, so then that's going to give off uh, the tumah. A kazayas netzel. If there's a kazayas of netzel. So we're going to talk in the Gemara what it is. But basically once the body starts decomposing, so it's some sort of substance that comes out. And if it's a kazayas, then it gives off tumah. Or if it's like a corpse dust. It's like a dry dust when, it's, when it decomposes after all the moisture leaves. But then there's like a dust that, that remains after that decomposition. So if it's the mount that can fill a ladle, a malo tarvet, and we'll define that a little bit better in the Gemara. But if it's the amount of dust that can fill a ladle and he comes in um, contact with it, then 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 it could it could cause him to forfeit forfeit his his nazirus and start again. 
Even if there's no, none of the fluids, none of the bus or anything like that, you're just dealing with more of like a skeleton like here. You have this final column and, 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 and this goal. So these types of things, and the vertebrae are there. Obviously, we're saying that it's important, it's intact there. But the, even if there's no flesh, um, those things can become tummy. And it's not to me so clear whether it means them together. Are we saying that the skull is together with the spinal column? Or are we saying two separate things? Are we saying the spinal column A and B, the skull can also, we'll see that more in the Gemara. Or if I have just one limb, which is, comes off in the corpse. So even if there's not a Kazai, a bus rider, but it's one full limb. Or a limb that comes off from a living body. It has on it enough flesh that it could grow back. Meaning it doesn't make a difference if it has enough kazais, which just has to mean that if it were attached to a, a living human, it would be able to regenerate. And if, as long as there's an amount of flesh on it now, then, 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 then one is, uh, can become, t- then, then that would make somebody tame and it would require him to shave. A chetzi if it's a half a kav of bones. So that's a volume, we're talking about a kav. So a half a kav of bones will give off Tomas Oa and force him to shave, even though there's no flesh on it. So that's an uh, important halacha here. And chetzi log dam, for half a log of blood. So really, even a quarter log of blood gives off the tumah. But here we have halacha Moshe Messina, it says that a nazir doesn't do the shaving and, 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 and bring the carbonos unless it was at least half a look. Interesting point, because the etzim tumah, now we're starting to see complicated things. There's two discussions, the etzim tumah, the amount to make him tummy, and the amount that the nazir will, will cause the nazir to forfeit and bring carbonos. What we're saying is, Amount that caused him to forfeit and bring carbonos is half a log, even though Revius, the, the quarter of a log, already is metamit. This is for, true for contact, caring, or for being in the same ola with all these things. In other words, all these things that were listed in the Mishnah can transmit the Tumah in all three ways touching them, carrying them, even if it's, let's say, in a box or not touching it, or if you're in the same, the same ola, it can, it can give up all these things. It can give up Tumah in all those ways. Then, continuing about Etzim Kisora, let's say I have a bone, which is only the size of a barley grain. So here, it's a little bit So there, is only if you, you come in contact with it or for carrying it. Meaning, the bone doesn't convey Tuma unless, what do we see? It was enough um, to give up Tuma and all a quarter cup of, of, of bones. And even then, we say that the Allah is, unless it's half a cup, you don't shape. But what the Mishnah is now teaching new is that even as small as a, a, a little bone, as small as a barley grain, could give tumah by maga and masa and require the nazir to shave. That is what we were saying before that we require the half a cob for the of bones for the nazir to shave. That's all specific to ohel. If it, if the nazir would be in the same tent as these things, but if the nazir wouldn't be in the same tent as these things, it would actually be direct contact maga or masa. So then it's stricter. So then we're going to say. Then we're going to say that even, even if it's just X and Kisa Ora, it's just like the size of the barley grain, <clears throat> then he would be required to shave. Al Elu, for all these things, we require the Nazar to shave. He sprinkles on the third and seventh day. In other words, this is going to be a seven day Toma, a week long. And on the third and seventh day, he sprinkles on the ashes of Paraduma to create the purification. It also will forfeit all the previous days of his Naziris. He can only start the term again after he comes to Haru. Maybe his carbonos of, he brings his carbonos, the three carbonos of the Nazar that the Nazar brings when he becomes Tame. So, in conclusion, there are many different forms of Toma, but the Mishnah was telling us certain things that are Matame even but OL, different ideas, whether the Kazai is uh, even a Kazai is of flesh, or 
even without the kazais, I could have the liquids, the kazais of the netzo, I could have a ladle full of the rekav, of the dust of the body, I could have some of the skeleton form, I could have a limb of a live or dead body, uh, I could have a chatzik kav of bones, a chatzik log of, 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 of blood. So all those things are metamit ba'ohel. And for those amounts, the oh, if it's an oh with a nazir, so the nazir is going to have to shave and start again. Then there's other things that are metamit, only like a small size of a bone, and there it's only mago masa. And if that happens to the nazir, it would forfeit his count and shave, he'd have to start again. Now we just look at something that's extra on our mission. After a mayor passed away. So we know that Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda were colleagues who had many disputes. So after a mayor passed away, Rabbi Yehuda said to his students, I don't want Rabbi Meir's students to come in here. Nay, Shekhan's running name. Because they are like just always busy fighting. In other words, they're not legitimately coming to study Torah. What they're trying to do is coming to drive us crazy and in, in debate, Ella, they're just trying to confuse me in the halachos that they come. So, you know, it was a very harsh criticism that he gave for the students of Rabbi Meir. There was someone named Atana, named Sumchus, who was a dominant for Rabbi Meir. He still pushed his way in. Amalem, he said to them, This is what Rabbi Meir said to me about the text in our Mishnah. For these following things, these forms of Tamah, then Nasser shaves his head. Alamais. For the corpse, Al-Kazai is from the maze, or Al-Kazai is from the maze. So he said, whether it's a corpse or a Kazai is the corpse. So cause Rebuda, I'm not Rebuda, we got upset. And he said to the students, didn't I tell you? Don't let them in because they just are critical of and, 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 and frustrating to me in the way that they debate in Halacha. That doesn't make sense, such a text. If it's saying, if it says a corpse and a Kazai is from a corpse, that doesn't make sense because Al-Kazai is from the if the Nazar shaves his head, even for just coming in contact with the kizais from the corpse, all mace, low kosher came, then certainly if it's for a whole corpse, then clearly it's not going to be a novelty that it's Matame. So let it just say kizais. So that's the question. That's the question that we have. Why would the Mishnah list, why would the Mishnah list um, corpse if it's going to say kizais as well? So the so the Gemara continues. They're going to say Mayor Mayor died. Rabbi Yehuda became angry. Rabbi Yehuda was silent. So notice that's the point. What are we going to do with the correct thing in the Mishnah? So Rabbi Yehuda Torah What's going to be with the Torah? What's going to be with the, the Pshat and the Girsa? So Rabbi Yehuda explained. It's necessary for a case if the corpse doesn't have an Allah's volume of flesh. So meaning even if it doesn't have that amount, it will still become Tamei as being a corpse. So if corpse is Tamei in its own right, if it's fully intact corpse, even though the boss is not there. And there's a different thing because I is a basar. Says the the Gemara of Adai Yomar, but still Rabbi Yudah Kedal Al Everman Megalech. We already learned about a limb, even though the flesh is less than a kazais. But if it's one limb, it's matami. Akulo Koshkin certainly for the whole corpse. So if it's saying kazais from a maze and it's saying a limb from the corpse, so there's no need to say a complete corpse. So the Gemara says Eloktam Rabbi Yechlan is Chalei Nevush Shaskash Rivar Begidin. It could be like what Rabbi Yechlan has mentioned. That the reason why it says corpse is to include, let's say there was um, a fetus which didn't make it, and the limbs weren't yet bound together by the sinews. So it's a very, it's an embryo of very early stages. The limbs aren't fully uh, developed, and the gidin are also we call them sinews, but they're all the things that hold it together, the the body together. So it can it can give off tumma even though it doesn't have a kazais of flesh, and even though it's not the body wasn't fully formed. So it's a separate kiddush. Maybe I would only say 
once the body came together in his gosh, in there we say, give off to my Kamash will know that a full intact corpse gives off to my even before. A second shot, Rav Amalanisha could be telling us in a case where the bones are, let's say, the greater part of the of the skeletal frame or the in, in the majority of the numbers of the skeleton bones, shame or Thomas, even if it's not a quarter cob of bones. So we were learning about if the amount of bones already equal a quarter cob, it gives off to my then it's causes the nazar to, to, to have to shave. But what we're adding now is that there are different ways for it to give off even if it's not that full amount of volume. Let's say <coughs> I have a majority of the skeleton and we're saying that that can be defined in different ways. Either it could be it's a greater part of the frame or the majority of the number of bones. So the Gemara goes through a whole thing, you know, in, in Bechoros, how do we define what's the, a majority of a skeletal frame? You have to figure out, you know, what's the essential parts and the Mishnayas and, and all of those go through in the Gemara Bechoros, what exactly is the essential parts of the frame? So Akapanam, that's the point, or if you add up all the bones, I have more than that. So you could have, really, the bones become a of all in three different ways. Either the total volume is at the Kav, or it could be most of the number of bones in a body, or the majority of the skeletal frame and the essential part of the frame is there. So that's what the Mishnah could be adding in the word corpse, is that even though the volume is not a half a Kav, but it could still give off Toma if it was the majority of the number of bones in the frame, or the essential part of the frame itself. And that's what is indicated in the word of in, in the word of, of, of the Mishnah of when it says mace, even though we're gonna go on to say Kazai's Mana Mace.